0: The other kind of radio. The other kind of radio. The other kind of radio. Radio. The other kind of radio. Radio. From the studios in Omaha, Nebraska, we are recorded live. We are the other kind radio. Welcome back, everybody hope everybody's having a the good day. Kind of I'm still got radio. whatever googly boo that's in me, <clears throat> so the pardon the voice. I will do my best to uh, mute my mic when I need to cough. The other Welcome back, kind radio. listener. If you're new to the show, The Other Kind, of the other kind radio. radio is a weekly podcast recorded live the other kind of where we take radio. a deep, longing, longingly, aha, longingly look into pop culture. And say, how you doing? My name is Jeff. I'm one of your hosts. And joining me shortly will be our co-host, Todd, who is on the mend. Details to follow. On this week's show, we are going to have a, a shorter show. Um, just to kind of take it easy on Todd. Uh, we're going to go over headlines. We're going to do uh, a follow-up with Todd's take on uh, last week when we talked to him. He was headed to the State fair of Texas. And uh, we want to hear uh, a little more about how his trip went. A lot of kind listeners sending some feedback saying we want to hear what he ate. So <laughs> hopefully it's not like, you know, I had I had a hot dog and, and then that's the end of that bit. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the new movie Venom and, and Todd and I are going to uh, discuss that. We're also going to have a trailer. I think it's first man that we'll listen to a little bit of and then discuss and talk about that movie coming out. Highly, highly anticipated from Mr. Gosling, Ryan, right? Ryan Gosling? I think so. Anyway, um, <clears throat> first, uh, before I introduce my very talented co-host, I do want to send a shout out. I was told yesterday that my grandparents, who are uh, in Texas, listen to the show, and I was, I was very... Uh, Surprised and excited to hear that. So, hello Grandpa Henry, hello Grandma June. Welcome to the show. I would dedicate this episode to you, but based on my recent ability to produce, I don't as Todd so well put it, I don't know if that would be a good thing or not. So, uh, glad you are here and listening. So, without further ado, let's uh let's let's see if we can find Todd. Take Of course, it had to cut out. I, had, you know, it took me a whole day of thinking of how I was going to get that song together. Welcome back, welcome back, sir.
1: Thank you, Jeffrey.
0: I know that you are in currently in pain.
1: It, uh, discomforted. That's what what it is. More. Really.
0: Are you on drugs right now?
1: Yes, I am actually on drugs. I have another <laughs> dose of really potent painkillers to take in about thirty
0: minutes. Hmm. We should delay the show thirty minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then with, and then have you talk we had a friend stop by the other day to see how i was doing and i couldn't get a sentence out without my tongue just going oh
0: that's
1: what the painkillers are like They just really stunt everything so
0: now when i uh had uh kidney stones mm-hmm. which which was the most painful thing i've ever had to experience um and they gave me some painkillers after mm-hmm. um I wonder, do you have the same reaction to when you're on painkillers as I do? Because they just knock me out. They make me sleepy and tired.
1: Yeah, I feel real, real, real groggy, even right now. The last ones I took were at 5 o'clock in the morning. My wife has been an angel setting her alarm clock, you know, waking oh. up, hey, you need to take this medicine. But I'm telling you, the moment they hit, I'm just gone.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, is you hear people about, you know, get that, that use those recreationally mm. and go party. And I'm like, how the, heck, how yeah. the heck do you do that? I mean, you get that in me and I'm like,
1: good night. <laughs> well, then they also gave me muscle relaxers because they said, you know, when you're doing this, a lot of the muscles like, and I've not even shown Jeff but beneath my t-shirt, I'm wearing a oh. pretty huge harness that holds my, it has a metal thing that holds my arm out from oh. it. And so the muscles there around that can freak out. And so they said, here, take these muscle relaxers. Well, I took that once mm-hmm. and I, Pretty sure that i actually died for about five hours because i don't think i was in existence at all it's just the world stopped it knocked me out that hard
0: you see and, and i you know we we here at the other kind radio like to be fully transparent so um i was late to the record today so this is how committed todd is to the show he is everything and and for those kind of listeners i guess we haven't really disclosed it. you had some work got done on your shoulder Yeah, and uh, rotator cuff surgery. There you go. And that's the song by Mr. Mr. Broken Wing. Um, And my father, I was talking to him yesterday, and he's like, oh, my God, the rehab on that is, like, the worst. So everybody is taking good care of Todd, and I've got to be the one a-hole that's late to record and makes him get up and in out of his chair a couple of times. So I'll be that guy. I'll play that role. I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah, but what I like about it, Jeff, is that you keep it true to form. Hmm. I mean, it, it's I, I can't take too many people kissing my, my butt, so thank <laughs>
0: you. Right. I'm that one pill of reality that you're like, okay, I guess I'll take it. Um, yeah. well, what- I,
1: I wouldn't miss it for anything. Oh. I,
0: my wife doesn't even know
1: I'm up doing this, but I need some. Yeah type things and that's
0: so, and that's it yeah so when i woke up late and and uh you offered me the out i'm like no <laughs> i've got my my brother that is recovering from from, from 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 some surgery and is in pain and i would not be able to live with myself knowing that i am yeah i'll just you know i'll crash back out for a couple of hours <laughs> i'll be fine i've had such a tough day watching football yesterday speaking of which, which yeah Say it, Jeff. Say it. Yeah, hook them up. Hook them horns, man. That was a great game. Oklahoma was a great team to play. And it was uh, mainly for me, it's joy for my father, who uh, both my parents graduated from the University of Texas. So just to see the smile on his face and hear it in his voice, uh, to uh, uh, witness and and get to see that happen was a a great thing.
1: Well, the kid that was the quarterback for OU uh, played his high school football in my my town. Really? I saw him play he won state championships. He never wow. lost a game.
0: Here. Yeah, yeah.
1: And he was just – you saw that one run he had where it was just sort of boom, boom, and yep. gone. Yeah. And that's the way he would play. He's a phenomenal athlete. He's already signed on with the Oakland Athletics, I believe, to play baseball. Really? Yeah. That's, and
0: huh. Yeah, he's
1: hes a pretty small kid. When you really look at him, he may be 5'10", but he weighs maybe 175. Wow. He's He's a tiny kid but a phenomenal
0: athlete. And one other note from, from the game um, yesterday. And and for those kind listeners uh, yesterday was a big day and is usually a big day um, for Texas and Oklahoma, because it's called the red river rivalry and it's been going on. This game has been played for over a hundred years. And basically um, from Oklahoma to Austin, uh, right kind of in the middle is Dallas. So, the Longhorns travel up to the Cotton Bowl in in Dallas, and Oklahoma comes down to the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, and they've always played in that stadium because it's a um, neutral ground, as they would say. And literally, the stadium is half filled with Texas fans and half filled with OU fans. And it had been, I think, uh, well, it's been a, a decade since Texas has uh, done well in kind of leading their their division or their their whatever the Big Twelve. Um, but it, we had when they were introing the game, it was all highlights. It was like reliving a bad nightmare and seeing Oklahoma just you know all the years they crushed us. So it was nice to have a good close game and and much respect to Oklahoma and that organization they played a fantastic game i mean texas at one time was up 45 to 20 24. yeah 24 and boy oklahoma just just started you know scoring touchdowns and making a comeback so
1: but credit to ut that they they did not lose all composure and they were able to at least drive that last bit and score the field goal to win it.
0: Which reminds me of my original point I was going to make when I started that long-winded gas bag of a talk I just did. It was a freshman center so that to win the game Texas drove down and they needed to kick a field goal. It was about a 40-yard field goal and it was a freshman center snapping to a freshman holder to be kicked by a freshman kicker. So it was it was freshman all the way and they you 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 hit the nail on the head. They kept their composure and kicked that ball and, and won a game. It was great.
1: Yep. Hook them.
0: Hook them. All right. Uh, so let's get into uh, let's get into a little uh, uh, a little uh, headlines. Let me find my uh, my annoyingly loud typewriter. <laughs> I do need to shorten this and wait for the carriage return. Welcome to headlines. So Todd, when's the last time you spent $1.4 million on a piece of artwork? Was that, <laughs> it, it was prior to my surgery. I know that for sure. <laughs> right. That was like your, 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 uh, your bucket list before you went uh, to have surgery. You're like, I just need to buy right. some art. Yes.
1: I, I like to take care of certain things in my life, you know, before going down. Right. So right. I was on that up and I, I, I did, but you know, it, it's just me. I just like art that much.
0: So, um, there are some, um, interesting documentaries on a particular artist named Banksy. And I believe one of them was exit through the gift shop, uh, that was on Netflix. And I highly recommend anybody that has the opportunity to watch that Banksy's a, uh, anonymous, uh, artist, street artist who has, uh, well known and has a very specific kind of, uh, style to his artwork. And, um, nobody knows who he is and and so there's some mystery involved with that well <clears throat> this um this past week there was a, an auction for one of his paintings it was girl with the red balloon uh, or girl with balloon and someone you know they held the auction i and i think it was 1.4 million us dollars that it ended up going for and as soon as the gavel went down and the sale made final, the painting started to shred itself. And I asked Todd in the pre-production if he if he was aware of this. And of course, that's a horrible question to ask any friend that's just recently undergone surgery. He doesn't know what's going on, Jeff, don't be a jerk. Um, but yeah, so that's what happened. They they had built this frame around the painting and it had a remote device. And as soon as the person, you know, bought it, it shredded it. Um, obviously that kind of goes in line with Banksy. He's, he's political, he's, you know, kind of anti-establishment and looks like, uh, something was, was, uh, done there to have him have the last laugh. Uh, I mentioned this to my father thinking he would be like, oh, all right. he was like, yeah, they'll give him their money back. And I was like, oh, okay. That, that's about it. So I know you've had a chance to read up a little bit about it, but, uh,
1: <clears throat> so I'm just kind of curious that your dad says they'll get the money back i'm kind of curious if i were the one buying it do i get the shredded stuff and i can put it on display because that in and of itself is pretty
0: yeah pretty there you awesome
1: go pop culture type thing to put on display this
0: was the final work of art
1: we yeah. thought it was that. and maybe you get a reproduction or a photo of it or something like that and put it on the wall but here's what he wanted us to have i, I think it's kind of cool
0: you know that is kind of the the uh silver lining and, and probably the way that I would look at it too, because it didn't shred all the way through. It stopped about three quarters of the way and it was just hanging below the painting. So yeah, you take that and you put that on display. Right. right.
1: Yeah. I mean, art is art. That's where those people get into that. They're trying to say something. I, I don't find that to be art that I would want in my house, but I do think that's rather cool that they're right. even thinking through that complete process.
0: Right. Uh, and the next headline that I've got uh, is this is a big week in the world of video games. Call of Duty is coming out, and it, of course that game's been out for years, but the big news is they this is their release of their own Battle Royale, uh, which I believe is called Blackout. Um, you know, you have Fortnite, by Epic Games, that's just, you know, making huge strides and lots of money, and... There is some um, concern <clears throat> of what when Call of Duty releases their battle royale, what's that gonna do to Fortnite? And Ninja, who is one of the the, the one of the, I guess the leading famous person on Twitch, this is the young man that um, clears close to half a million dollars a, a month off of his his talents as a streamer. Uh, I saw a clip in which he um, is going he has started to ban any of his followers that are reporting or saying that Fortnite is on its way out. So it'll be really interesting to see. Call of Duty is obviously the giant that's been in the first-person shooter realm for a long time. Um, They've taken their time, they built their uh, Battle Royale and I've watched it on Twitch, it looks pretty good. It'll be interesting to see what that brings uh, to that type of uh, uh, arena as far as gaming.
1: So he's going to ban people.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, when you follow somebody, you can you can type in the chat and all that stuff. Yeah.
1: So he makes a half a million a month, if I understood. And he's willing to ban people that simply say something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Advertisers don't care why your numbers go down. If your numbers go down, you're not making money anymore. And you can go, well, that's my conviction. Yeah. I I don't quite understand that. That's a little
0: silly. Well, and that's where I think there's some fear there because as a streamer, you, you obviously get paid to play games, but Ninja is very close to Epic. Almost in my mind, if I, if I was magically transported to some type of management position with him, I'd say, you know, um, maybe, maybe look at some other games and stuff too. But I mean, that's also a way to get a good, you know, become an exclusive gamer for that, that game. So, i of course wish no ill will on on ninja or any of that i just thought it was interesting as a gamer and a viewer on twitch that uh he's handing out bans for anybody that speaks illy of fortnite
1: well it is interesting and then <clears throat> i don't think we've talked about it here on the show but we posted on twitter that sony finally gave in oh yeah cross platform type thing and so it's interesting that he's willing to stick up and say this is not going away this is you know what it is even Sony figures it out. I, I didn't realize that the, the Call of Duty thing was kind of there dipping their toe into this for Yeah. So that, that makes me somewhat interested in getting that game now.
0: Yeah, they've uh, they've gone a couple different directions with what they're doing with maps and gameplay and stuff like that. But uh, there was a beta release out, and so I watched Dr. Disrespect and some other Twitch uh, personalities play it, and it looks pretty good. I've, I have it pre-ordered, and we'll be um, looking forward to playing a little bit of that. Awesome. So
1: I can't play any games for six weeks. You know, that, you know what hit me about that? Jeff, I haven't told you this, What's that? you know, what comes out while during that six weeks, red dead
0: redemption. Oh so no. I'll play it on Twitch and you can watch me play it.
1: I may let you do that because I, once it really hit me, I was so heartbroken that I, I can somewhat hold something with my left hand. But oh. you know, it's not reflexive. And if done that, you know, getting old stings,
0: <laughs> I, I laugh, but I feel, I feel awful. Uh, I and mean, that's a long time not to be able to play uh any video game games.
1: But are, I did, I did. You know, I, look, there are other things out there in the pop culture world. We we love talking about games, but obviously there are other things you can do if you're a one-handed man like me.
0: Yeah, are you watching some movies? Have you watched any film?
1: I I did sign up for the FilmStruck library, which is Warner Brothers and the Criterion Collection. Uh-huh. Which if you don't know the Criterion Collection? They are top-notch uh, company that takes old and foreign films, restores them, puts really in depth. Type stuff behind them so you can watch the making of and the significance and all that kind of thing so cool. yeah uh, that's that's at least what i'm doing
0: cool 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 all right let's keep moving right along let's go ahead and uh blow the dust off and get that projector out and we all know that means it's time for todd's take on todd what are you taking on this week
1: well due to popular demand uh <laughs> i was told that people wanted to know about my experience with the State Fair of Texas. State Fair of Texas. So after the last recording session, and that's, that's even the weirdness of how this surgery will affect your time. It yeah. seems like we went to that about three weeks ago, but it was only last weekend. <laughs> um, my wife, my daughter, and I went out to the State Fair of Texas and began the day, as we always do, marching straight over to the Fletcher Corny Dog and having a corny dog, which, you know what? If you go to the State Fair and if that's all you have, you'll be very satisfied. Uh, we looked at there are two major buildings that have automobiles, both foreign and domestic. That's a lot of fun. Uh, I do, do drive an electric car, so I like looking at all that kind of stuff and seeing how much that's permeating is cool. But I know what people want to know
0: is Todd, what food did you eat? No, nah, you walk us through whatever you want. You're the one that's recovering. If you want to talk about cars, talk about cars. Wow, you're going to indulge me? <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So note to self, have surgery more often.
0: Mr. Mister called me and they're like, hey, not only are you late, make sure you take care of Todd. Yeah, no, I'm interested. So 1st we I've got to back up a little bit. Um, the corny dog, is it on a stick? It is on a stick. Okay. And and the great thing, I'm going to ruin this for my wife
1: and my daughter and I, but the great thing is you go on opening weekend on a Sunday morning,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so church is in session, mm. when the Cowboys are going to play. So that takes out a lot of people. And I swear to God, we just walked up and right two things. All right. right. Just got everything. Now, you, you fast forward to yesterday with the Texas OU game. And if you ever watch the high aerial shots during the game, it's like, oh, there's nobody there. But suddenly, if you release a hundred and something thousand people into that thing, <laughs> it is hell on earth. So it's,
0: it's going to be a couple hours for a corny dog. It, horribly so. Yes.
1: So the corny dogs are great. You run over, you just slather it in uh, and mustard. It, and it's mm. just you have to have it. But then beyond that, they had a number of things this year that really, I'm going to be very honest. We got up to them and we, we all kind of thought, yuck. Oh. And one of those was the most creative, was a cotton candy taco. And it literally is cotton candy instead of a taco shell. Like
0: a corn shell?
1: Uh, no, it's actually one of those, um, you know, the shells. Like, like a I waffle? Yes, like a waffle shell, like you'd put ice cream in. Okay. And even my daughter, who's, you know, a teenage kid, will try just about anything like that. She was like, that looks disgusting. Mm. So we had a lot of those experiences. But the ones that really I at least want to throw out, being a beer lover. Yes. Uh, they've had... One of the local brewers around here has had a beer called the Funnel Cake mm-hmm. Ale. And it's a very, uh, uh, very malty, very approachable, kind of almost like a bock, but they put powdered sugar around it. So it's like a, a uh, funnel cake. Okay. That is always good. This year, somebody else decided they were going to try a corn dog ale. Uh oh. And they put mustard around the rim. <laughs> So I could, not, I could not pass that up. I had to try it. And I'm going to tell you right now, it was the most disgusting thing. Next to fried beer that I've ever had. Fried beer to this day. Is the one is thing the, you
0: spit out, yeah?
1: Yeah, that was disgusting. But this was, you know, I, I just don't understand it. That should have been somebody going, there's nothing about this that complements each other.
0: See, that's the wonderful thing about the universe. is there's a, In my mind... You know, if you're in the environment, a football game, a ball game, a, a hot dog with mustard and everything and a cold beer, you take a bite of the dog, you wash it down with a cold beer. Perfect. But if you try and combine those two elements
1: right. so
0: that you're taking that step out of having to eat and drink. Um, yeah, I think that and I think, you know, there, there are a lot of people that are scratching their head and and I'm, I'm one of the questions I have for you is. I know things are crazy about fried, fried butter, fried cotton candy, all this kind of crazy stuff that's there. Um, are they are they starting to jump the shark a bit? Are things just getting too wacky?
1: I think they jumped the shark about 20 years ago.
0: Yeah. OK.
1: I mean, really, it's it's always been kind of here's a uh, here's a fried uh, Snickers bar, mm-hmm. which is, you know, in, in its own way, is kind of cool because you I've learned for doing this. Far too often. And anybody that even pays attention to how you fry something like that, you deep freeze it, you batter it, and then you fry it, and then that melts it inside of it. Oh. And it is good and gooey. It mm-hmm. really is. But after a while, you're like, um, can I just get something normal? And nice. we're walking around, and that that really was this time around. Well, they have some interesting ideas, and, and let, me, let me say a few of those. Sure. Uh, there is the Texas Twang Kai, which is cornbread, it's baked to moist perfection, hollowed out and filled with a culinary masterpiece of Tex Mex grilled chicken and white bean chili. It looked great. I couldn't do it because I was like, I just can't put another weird thing in my mouth and <laughs> don't say anything with that. Um, I mean, then they've got deep fried skillet potatoes melt in the boat, and then they'll have deep fried lobster, which you want to pay all of your coupons in one setting. I swear to God, the, the deep fried lobster is maybe two to three pieces and it would cost you about 30 bucks. Wow. But the one thing that I definitely want to say stood out, and I am a big fan of this food is shepherd's pie. And this year they had the deep fried shepherd's pie. And it says shredded cheddar cheese and cream is mixed into a savory mashed potato pillow. Each potato ball is filled with grandma's shepherd pie filling made of ground beef, mixed vegetables, rich beef gravy. And the rich beef gravy is absolutely what just knocked it out of the park. Mm -hmm. So if you go there, if, if we have our Texan uh, kind listeners, go over where the uh, swan boats are. You can paddle around. Right in front of that is a little thing where they're also s- selling some kind of fried crab that actually had a line I wasn't going to wait for. The shepherd's pie, outstanding. Try it.
0: That's, that's my take. That's, that's your, your winner for, the, for this year is the, is the shepherd's pie?
1: Yeah. I mean, you can go along and they'll always okay. have – you have a lot of Cajun-influenced things. You're going fi- to find a fried gator. We've had fried etouffee. But it was, to me, it's taking something like this, which, you know, shepherd's pie, to me, is one of the great comfort foods of the world, and I saw Jeff pumping his fist, so I, yeah. I guess you
0: agree. hmm
1: So you take that and you put a little crunch to it, and the crunch was outstanding. So yeah. it's, it's really worth it to go over and eat that.
0: For, for me, shepherd's pie, I, I was introduced, I'm sure I had it when I was a kid and everything, but, but in my professional life, um, I was doing the Super Bowl down in Houston. And when I say I was doing the Super Bowl, I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't playing in it. I know a lot of people might be confused by that statement. But um, I was down there working and doing some me- some media stuff, some some production stuff. And, you know, the town, anytime you work in a city where the Super Bowl is, the town just turns into, you know, a nightmare because every hotel is taken. Traffic is is horrible. So we, we as the crew stayed uh, about, it was about a 20-minute drive in this little horrible hotel and the only thing that was close by was this little bar. So, you know, you work all day and then you go to the bar and, you know, eat and then get some sleep and go back the next day. Well, they had shepherd's pie there and I ate that every night I was there because it was good. It fills you up. And so now when I'm on the road and there's a place in San Francisco, I'll be going here shortly again um, that I always go in and have their shepherd's pie. Cause it is just, just amazing.
1: <clears throat> well, I, I wish I could join you. There's, I, I swear, I can't find anywhere around here to make shepherd's pie. There's one little pub in a town just North here called McKinney that they try to be the English pub and they do a mean shepherd's pie, but you know, out of the way. Yeah. So to find this, it was great, man. I, I, what I'm hoping is that we get to make at least one more trip to the state fair for my wife. I'm trying right. to be the good husband. And I'm going to run over and have another one. But there there was one thing I missed, too. There was the winner of the best taste sweet, and that is the arroz con leche, which is sweet, crispy rice. And it's just Rice Krispies fried with some kind of sweet honey ice cream. Ooh! It just looks incredibly good. I I, I will try to report back if I get to have that.
0: And maybe that's what you and I need to do. That can be our our million-dollar idea is we'll open up a fast food chain that sells shepherd's pie. I love it. But you'll get it like in a cup.
1: <laughs> you know, that actually probably worked pretty well, Jeff. I mean, yeah. you think about what that is, and it'd be pretty easy to build that in a cup.
0: Yeah, you just throw it in there, and you go in there, and I don't um, know. Kind of listeners, please don't steal our idea. <laughs> I don't know what else we'd serve. You know, Do you have? No. All well, we have is sh- shepherd's pie. <laughs> what about Scottish eggs? No. That's why it's called Todd and Jeff's <laughs> shepherd's pie. Uh, fast food. Extravaganza. <laughs> um, one thing that struck me when you were listening to that uh, real quick, the, the the examples or the descriptions. I don't know if it's the journalist in me, but it just bothers me when they say culinary delight or you know some of those colorful words. To me, just tell me what's in it. You know, there's beef, there's carrots, there's this and that, and it's it's a savory dish. Meaning, I know I'm not going to expect any sweetness, and then let me come up with those words because when you start saying like those i can't believe it, i think it was the first one you were talking about the culinary expertise or something like that it was just like you know what is that
1: yeah I, I agree with you you know they do really talk these up a bit um and it gets a little silly after a while but it's part of the pomp and circumstance of this and by the way there's another one we missed we've no. got to go sweet bacon bacon anything that has bacon in it i have to eat it <laughs> i love my bacon
0: well, I know uh, there are a few listeners that are big bacon fans and would love to know what you think of that.
1: Well, when I get out there again this year, and hopefully I'm pushed around in a wheelchair so that no one touches my arm. Um, and I think that'll get you to the front of the line. I guess that's there really wrong. There you go.
0: So,
1: yes. I will report back if I get to go again and if I eat any more. But it was a good time. I will tell you this. More than anything, it's a good time because I get to be with my girls, and they love that so much, and I, just, I enjoy the heck out of that.
0: Absolutely. All right, let's slow that projector down. Thank you, Todd's take on. Jeff's judgment is going to be kind of tied in, and we are kind of running under the gun as far as time. We're trying to make this show a little short because Todd's got to get back on his meds and and uh, and rest up. <clears throat> so we thought we would kind of talk about uh, a movie that's going to come out that I know that's getting a lot of buzz, and I know I'm interested in it. We're going to play a little bit of the intro of it, and then Todd and I are going to talk about our thoughts on it. So here we go with... Trailer talk. Ooh, trailer talk. I'll come up with something like that. We need <laughs> trailer. T- just, yeah, okay. All right. Are
1: you sure? Yeah. Be an adventure. First man to walk on the moon.
0: That'd be something. We've chosen a job so difficult, requiring so many technological developments, we're gonna have to start from scratch. Only after we master these tasks do we consider trying to land on the moon. So, of course, what we're talking about
1: is is
0: the next big movie, to me, that's coming out. That's almost uh, Right Stuff-esque. Of course, we're talking about First Man with uh, Ryan Gosling, the, the man, the stud, and the story of our trip to the moon, the first trip, or the landing on the moon, I should say and um i know todd you'll have the kind of the tails of the uh tape there as far as uh and if you don't let me know i can look it up but as far as like who's it's directed by and all that so talk to us about that
1: so that that's actually why i'm incredibly excited about this i've I've become a, a ryan gosling fan over time different films you know, you look at him you think maybe he's a pretty boy but The guy has some depth, but really what's exciting me is that director Damien Chazelle is in charge of this. And that Damien Chazelle is the director of both Whiplash and La La Land. Mm. I have already said my love of of film musicals, but what, what I love about this is that as a musician and a film lover, you can look in those two films and see how meticulous he is in understanding all that goes into being either a creative person or... Since Whiplash is about being a drummer and I am, he he really nailed it. This guy is on top of it. He understands detail, he understands uh, character motivation fantastically. So when I see this and I think, oh, I'm so excited that he's stepping out of the musical realm and into something like this, then casting Ryan Gosling and Claire, Fo- Claire Foy from The Crown. Yeah, This is just a prestige project across the board. I, everyone knows, and I have to say it, how much I, how much disdain I have for the Academy Awards. But I can already see the Academy just salivating, ready to award this film. And the early word on it is outstanding, and that's from all the film festivals where they've actually shown it.
0: Right. what does that come out? Do, do you have that in front of you? Do you know what the release date is on it? I can go back to it. Um. Yes. Go ahead.
1: I, I didn't have it yet. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, you know, the, like you said these movies are few and far between uh, Ryan Gosling um, caught my attention after he had done um, the driver or driver, mm-hmm. I believe drive. Yeah. Drive. Thank you. <laughs> it's one of those um, great movie. And he's just one of those guys that just um ta- very talented professional. That can, can assume a role and does a great job. And he, what he brings to the art of acting for me is the sense of effortlessness that comes off because he's just so darn good you know the
1: like i said he's a good-looking guy the camera already loves him but then you look at what he did in la la lamb which was he was not a pianist right but he he trained to be a jazz pianist for that film and you know really pulls off pretty convincingly you can watch so many films out there and, and my wife will even know don't comment on the musicians i'm like okay i could teach that drummer to hit two and four but they're hitting everything else he goes so far beyond what is simply required to actually look convincing right. as that pianist. And I love actors that that invest themselves in these things. And I think he's going to be outstanding in this. By the way, it does come out October 12th. So
0: this next weekend. Oh, well, that's something you'll be able to go do, right?
1: I don't know. I, I, see, we keep getting back to shoulder talk, but <laughs> it literally is the first two days. I was They put a nerve block in where I couldn't even feel my arm. And I was like, "Okay, oh hey, this Lord. is okay. This is awesome. Oh. And then in the past two days, it's worn off and it's like, oh, my God, I'm going to vomit. This is so bad. But oh. yeah, so I don't know. I may have to wait a little bit to go see it, but I can't wait till the day when I'm like, OK, I feel good enough. Let's go. Oh,
0: OK, well, if I go see it when it comes out, I promise I won't I won't tell you anything. Well, just tell me
1: what you think of it, because it, this is what I've known about you and I. It can be saw first man wish it wasn't my first you know so you could say something snarky about it and, right. and it'll be fine if i if i like it i like it don't worry about it just tell me what you think
0: i yeah because um kind of get transferring since we're we're uh we're counting down the time here transferring from that i did go see venom this week okay. and i was surprised by it um i like the relationship between venom and the the host, the I can't remember that he played Tom um, Harding. Yeah, and I like Harding. Harding's a guy that's a real kind of chameleon too. He is where he he can pick up accents and his whole body language changes. So um, Venom is you know just a basic story of a guy that uh, used to be a big time reporter that uh, kind of gets down on his luck, and um, there is a character that's kind of based roughly around Elon Musk. Who's a guy that's super rich and sending stuff into space, and they bring some stuff back, and you know, marvel ensues. Um, but uh, there's a real interesting uh, acting relationship between the character and Venom that I found both funny and uh, engaging. Um, I I don't know anything about Venom. I think I was a little out of my comic book era when that was introduced into the comic book realm. Um, but for somebody that didn't know anything about it, sometimes naivete is a good thing, I, I like it. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I felt like, um, it was exactly what it was, right? Cause we've talked about it. it I'm not going to go see Venom expecting filet mignon. I'm going to go see Venom wanting a bacon cheeseburger and some French fries and a Coke. And that's exactly what it is.
1: I think that's exactly what you have to do, Jeff. There's so many people that walk in, and my my father <clears> being one of those. Well, that's not very artistic. Well, hang on. Yeah. Sure it is. You're 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 thinking of the wrong kind of art. You know, this is trailer trash. Put it on the side of your your uh, double wipe right. kind of art. It's not those prestige things. And there's something for that. We need these kind of things. I I won't probably get to see it in the theaters, but I know I'll watch it because, simply what you said, I like Tom Hardy too, and yeah. I really want to see it because of him.
0: And, and and that's it. And that even relates to what we do on this podcast. There are so many podcasts out there. And one of them I'm enjoying right now is um, um, uh, Small Town Dicks, which is about two detectives that are twins and, and they kind of talk through some of their cases and stuff. And, you know, it's like I listen to that. And I'm like, wow, that's just so well produced. And then, you know, I find myself trying to find comparisons between that and this. And I realized, you know, we just start in we're just not that shape. That's a produced podcast and it's done masterfully. We're a couple of guys that record live and, yeah. you know, just see where it goes. But um, for those people that are podcast and I've told uh, Jeff, who was on the show last week to check it out. And I encourage you too, Todd, if you're kind of tied up and want to listen to some stuff. One of the hosts is the woman that is the voice of Lisa Simpson. Oh, and um, it's, it's just well done. And these detectives, you hear the, what they go through and and all of that stuff. And it's just, just uh, amazing that there are people out there that, you know, gave me a better understanding of what it is to protect and serve. Um, I I
1: love stuff like that. So I'll make sure I check that out. Uh, You know, before, before we move away from type things like this yeah. next week, I would love to touch on a film that will come out the following week. And that is the new Halloween. That is the continuation of the original, I think 1975, 76 John Carpenter film. I cannot wait to see it. I don't care how my shoulder feels. <laughs> my daughter is, has her training driver's license and I've told her you're driving daddy there and you're seeing it because I'm not allowed to drive for six to eight weeks. So right. I, we have to touch on that. And I know you've said before with scary films, you're a bit of a, I saw, guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm a scaredy cat when it comes to scary films. I did see it. I was texting with you when that happened. Uh, and I will see this for the for the sake of discussion. I am not a horror film guy, but for the kind listener and for uh, my co-host, who I deeply respect, I will put myself through that. And um, and yeah, I'd love to talk about it. It'd be great.
1: Yeah, I, it, it, it hits all the right notes in a trailer. And at some point, Jeff, I'd really like to see if we can't find a way to synchronize watching the trailers together and comment on them as we go. Yes. Because a trailer like that I think would be a lot of fun to, you know, the iconography of just his mask and the different gestures he does to somebody that's watched that a thousand times. If they're gonna nail a trailer that well, that film's gonna be
0: stinking great. I'm excited. And yes, I'll I'll look and I'll turn the geek part of my brain on and see if I can find a way that we can do that. I love the deep part of your brain. <laughs> thank you. All right, well, we promised it was going to be kind of a short show because uh, Todd is uh, on a schedule as far as meds, so we're going to make sure that we keep him on that so he can rest up and get better and and uh, be back. Uh, I know I said it at the beginning of the show, but thank you so much, Todd. I know you're I know you're not feeling 100%. The kind of listener appreciates that you're taking some time to uh, keep up with the show and, and um, you know, uh, give us a great uh, content that you do so thank you well,
1: i, I, I want to say thank you to you and to the kind of listeners who've written me and and uh, saying good luck during the surgery i really appreciate every bit I, everybody being so kind so thanks and i'm gonna go take medicine right, i was gonna
0: that. say the, the drugs are kicking in uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> all right hey It's that time. We're going to close out the show. We want to thank everybody once again for tuning in. We'll be back next week. We'll see how Todd's uh, shoulder's feeling. We'll talk a little uh, Halloween. I'm looking forward to that. Um, We are now available on Spotify. That just came out recently. So Spotify's your thing. You can get the other kind of radio right there or any other podcast listening service that you may be aware of. Um, iTunes, uh, Stitcher. And uh, I do encourage if you do like the, the show, Todd hit that subscribe radio. button. That radio. way you get automatically get our updates. And if you feel like it, give us a rating. Radio. Those uh, as Todd radio. says, those goes into like a big magic computer and makes radio. numbers happen and stuff like that and will help us reach a little further. Again, as always, you can contact radio. us at info at the other kind radio, Jeff at the Otherkind Radio, or Todd at the other kind of radio. From radio. the studios in Omaha, thanks for joining us. We are The Other Kind Radio.